Chini ya mbuyu. For instance, for me, as I was joining campus, I was so eager to get into a relationship. Yeah, yeah. all of us. In it was difference in experience. It's really easy if, if you didn't have education about what really happens in campus. In as much as we want to be quiet about this, this is something that should also be incorporated. I invite you to be vulnerable, I invite you to be open, I invite you to share your insights and experiences. So hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Chinambuyu Podcast. This is the Campus Cafe series where we are getting stories from young women across universities in Kenya to share about their experiences and how we can improve their situations or GBF and SRHR in the communities that they are in. So in this episode, we are going to talk about our cultures and the role of women in our culture. So in the story, I have four young women from different communities in Kenya who are going to share to us about culture and what women do in their communities. So if we could start from here, what is the role of women in your community? What's the perceived the role of women? Yes. Okay. Uh, so I come from the Kalenjin community. Chamge Viktugul. So in Kalenjin, uh, the role of women majorly is being a homemaker. Mm-hmm. Really, the role of women in the Kalenjin community, I think it's for most communities for sure, mm-hmm. but really, when I look at home and um, both shags and even in our own house, I think the role of a woman is to ensure that the man and the children are doing okay mm-hmm. and yeah, and, and that home is just that place. Mm-hmm. So really, the place of a woman, according to our community, is the kitchen. Yeah. Um, I also come from the Kalenjin community. Mm. We, however, come from different regions. Yeah. But the story is the same. The role of women is also like just homemaking. But generally from the side also I've come from, um, we've ended up in the 21st century. Of course, roles shift over time. Yeah. In the 21st century, we've had a rise of um, women leading mm. the communities and my county especially. Mm. And so I can say with the evolution mm. um, and changing times, Mm-hmm. There's also the aspect of leadership that yeah. has come in. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. That's really progressive. Yes. My community is very dynamic. Mm-hmm. When it comes to <laughs> which community is that? <laughs> the great the Luo the great Luo community. Um, you locomote. So um yeah, me uh, okay, I've grown up seeing women doing so many things. Mm-hmm. So I cannot say that there's one specific rule because um I grew up in a family where all women went to work with the men and my neighbors some of my neighbors had their mothers stay at home others we had like women driving boda boda riding sorry <laughs> others um okay my my community is infested with bars <laughs> there's so many bars at a youtube yeah so every friday any vibes i tell you but okay so so i also grew up seeing so many women as bartenders mm-hmm. so many of them as alcoholics as well so mm-hmm. it's women are all diverse. over the place it's mm-hmm. diverse it's 
dynamic, it's all of that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe one other thing, sorry, okay. about the Kalenjin community. I think I've also seen many women going to their farms and picking tea. So right. it's not really a right. man's thing. Right. The Kalenjin, also women do that. Tending right. to the farm. Yeah. Yeah. Now that you've mentioned tea, because I come from Central and we have both tea and coffee. Mm-hmm. Right. It's actually the women who do who yeah, tea. The farm exactly. work. Yeah, the farm work yeah. is mm-hmm. done by yeah, women. But the... In, but the the management mm-hmm. yes. is for the guys. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. So you'll find, find like a family owns a coffee farm. Right. The person who does most of the work is, is the woman. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the money comes into the account of the guys. Of the guys. Yes. The managerial. Yes. The managerial. Side, right. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, just having this conversation, I really want to, you know, grow. I wish I grew up in. This, the low community because <laughs> it means it, 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 it means it means I would have been free to you know but you know when I grew up I, I'm a Kalenjin as well but I'm a Marakwet and, and we, we have like limited roles when it comes to women and when you grow up I grew up you know um we think that Kenya is progressive but some parts of Kenya really like where mm-hmm. I come from like I grew up with people who really don't go to school and our roles as women it's limited and but with the change and and and, and the and, and the twenty first century thing i've seen women become change makers in my community like um FGM, like my community, we still practice FGM, and I've seen women like rise up and champion for FGM, and champion gr- against. Oh, oh. champion mm. against, against FGM. FGM. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I almost say the wrong thing, but um, now you know, growing up and seeing women, you know, uh, knowing their rights, and now wanting to change this dynamic. And it's interesting because it gives me an option as a woman uh, to to be limitless. Yeah, yeah. So that's really empowering. Right. That's cool. yeah. <laughs> that's really empowering. Mm-hmm. So you've mentioned FGM as a retrogressive cultural practice right. in your community. Right. Yeah. So this is to and also to the rest of the panel. Right. What are some of the retrogressive cultural practices that you have that demean women that you think should be eradicated, that should be changed? I'll talk about FGM mostly because in my community we know we talk about we cherish FGM. I grew up cherishing FGM because dangers of a single story. Like there's no one else telling you FGM is bad. And and but you, you actually grew up cherishing. You mm-hmm. wanted to right. Like mm-hmm. for me personally, Wait, how does, if how does if if okay. okay in my community. Until today, we don't have like tarmac roads, and you know our roads are the, the valley. So people from Nairobi usually don't come Get there. there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's. I remember when Akili Dada was planning a trip to come to our home. They actually, well, fika katikati and they're like, "This winter we can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're so sorry. We wish we could, but we can't." So uh, in my community, actually, ningekuwa victim, but I remember because age mates, my mom's age group, all of them were circumcised and majority of the admits in my community have undergone FGM and my mom was like mimi nataka usome kwanza ndio ufikirie kitu let me ask let me ask because right. she was asking you how right. you cherish FGM right. what's the promise that's given what's the good thing they tell you yeah, get about after you've it or what made you feel like you yeah. just want it right. yeah. let me tell you uh, when you get there like FGM is like worshiped tradition culture mm-hmm. because it, it it makes you a woman you know it makes you whole it makes your journey and transition from mm-hmm. you, you become you know in my community mtoto you have not undergone the cut but a younger child or a younger lady 
Munyamanda go FGM will be respected than me. So so that 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 aspect as well. And and it becomes so hard for someone from Nairobi or someone from another tribe to, to come and yeah, yeah or to come and tell the people in the community. I remember when Lena Chebikilimo was championing against FGM and I was with my grandparents and then Kambia I'm going and kuskia and then I like they're like unaenda kusikia tu siku kusikiza like unaenda kusikia but unajua vitu zenye tumekufunza and for the interest tunaodanganya tu unasema yes naenda kusikiza but si implement kila kitu yenyewe anasema and it's still an ongoing battle i hope with time itaisha but it's still an ongoing practice well, we can't even think of <laughs> What's more yeah. retrogressive yeah. in our places yeah. because this is today's trip. Like yeah. Yes, like <laughs> now we've been put in a position where I'm even yeah. wondering what contribution am I to make because we are clearly ahead. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. and of course uh, I think with the um, with the 21st century coming along mm-hmm. and especially with development, uh, I think we have seen how lucky we are to be able to access information, mm-hmm. and of course the retrogressive practices. Mm-hmm. I can't really quite point that this is specifically what my culture does mm-hmm. that is very offensive to women because we don't practice FGM. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also at the same time, it's now the, the retrogressive things that are happening are not happening in our community mm-hmm. only. It's the whole country, for yeah, example. So, mm-hmm. so you, you do feel like, for example, now things like the practices where we are having multiple um assaults on younger younger women yeah. mm-hmm. uh, you feel you, you you get that many men are praying young mm-hmm. girls who are teenagers especially yeah. getting them pregnant mm-hmm. assaulting them those are some of the retrogressive cultures which apply to everyone and so at the end of the day you do find that uh, especially that's one worrying thing to me mm-hmm. the fact that there are very many people doing that mm-hmm. and it's just that um, we had earlier said about positive anger, anger. <laughs> and, and that's something that does not consistently happen yeah. and um, there, was, there was something I read the other day that an ambulance siren is always noisy if it's not coming to your place yes and so at the end of the day if you have not been affected by that, you always feel that um, sure. that uh, that's yeah, that's just something that I'm not supposed to tackle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now, generally coming to see, it's not only affecting uh, also adolescents, but also a lot of young women as we try to get mm-hmm. to places. So it's a general culture that has come up with the current generation, and the current generation is more vocal yeah. because of now. Back in the day, if you're 14, you're you're okay to be a woman yes but yes you can have children yes so that's something we are talking about where actually 21 year olds being assaulted being done all of that I think it's wrong that you've mentioned it's not even like cultural it's Mm. it's in the context of the country yes gender based violence physical violence yes because I remember there was a story around I think it was around here I think Moy University where someone called Ivy yes Moy Yes, yes. So her boyfriend killed her. Yes. So that incident was also physical violence mm. to the For extent sure. of killing women. Mm. And it was femicide. And you that know, it was it was a killing that was witnessed by everyone. Yeah. If yeah. it's the same murder we're talking about. Because yeah, yeah. it's the man who killed her with an axe. Yes. yes? Right, yes. That was really crazy. Right. Yeah. And it so happens the, everywhere. Yeah, so physical violence is and also something keep, glorified. And I think mm. to your point about positive anger, mm. it's that I feel like society has become numb. Because mm. every time you hear 
a woman has been killed by their partner, a woman has been killed by their partner, to the extent that people have sort of, it's become normal. Yeah. We're not angry enough yeah. to kill, to curb that culture of, mm. of, of femicide. Yeah. If I could add other retrogressive, um, you know, practices i could talk about child marriages mm-hmm. yeah this is something that's happening in eastern and northeastern parts of the country um well other cultures also experience it but it's quite it really happens a lot in those areas mm-hmm. so that's really bad because you see you take away the a whole life a whole future of a child mm-hmm. and the moment someone gets married the moment because you see culture is something that's glorified in a community it's the same way you were right. talking about FGM wanting it you know mm-hmm. for a girl who sees other people getting married off you also want it for yourself right. uh, which I can talk about the Maasai community there's something called the bidding culture yeah? Yeah. so you're given beads like you see this shanga that they wear mm-hmm. so depending on the levels that unapita yeah you now get the more beads you get added for if you get married you have new beads on you and you look you're given more respect and then there's also this other culture now the second culture is um girls being given off to older men yeah so again in the Maasai community also the beading practice so you'll find that there are certain girls who have certain types of beads who which means that this girl has been belongs to a certain warrior the girl belong, belongs to a moran so she'll sleep with this man do everything with this man and then when this man now finds another wife you know that's that's top tier being used yeah. he won't marry you because now ultimately marriage is the thing he won't marry you someone else will someone else will get married by this man and then now you you have to now go through some cleansing and then you go through fgm and then now you marry another man mm. like my god that's just too much yeah. um and then maybe lastly i could talk about uh west african countries so there's this practice of is it called the chest ironing yeah, yeah? chest ironing yeah. so a, li- a bit of history on that is that back in the days kitambo kabisa there used to be something called the breast tax so the bigger the boobs the more the tax you pay what i swear yeah. i don't know you can't mm. even <laughs> So um, communities around that area tried to see how they could actually go around this law. Because you can imagine it was a law. Was it the government or the colonialists? The colonialists. The colonialists were charging people. Yeah. Yeah. The bigger the boobs, the more the tax. Yeah, and then you you had to pay it as soon as you started developing boobs. Yes. Yes. So I'm telling you. So the communities around those areas decided to try and see the way they could actually go. You know, the way you want to bend avoid laws or avoid that avoid tax. that tax. Right. So what they do is to iron the chests of young girls. So that's another bad thing, yeah? I hear to date it's practiced in certain communities mm. in the western part of Africa. So you can imagine being ironed just to ensure that your boobs don't develop at a fa- as they should. Mm. Right. And and sometimes you get that nowadays they are done that so that um, to keep these girls away from rapists, yeah. to just make us girl not seem alluring to people and yeah. Uh, that's very sad of how we are trying to you're not dealing with the perpetrator you're dealing now with, with the person the who is the person. victim yeah. Yeah. Um, I think wife inheritance yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. wife inheritance is more prevalent in the Luo culture yeah. yeah although um, we've not got to witness it a lot but mm-hmm. from the stories my mom has, uh, has told me it was a serious thing And you know, the women at that time did not see it as 
demeaning because to them it was okay. See, bwanangu amekufa kanipea mwingine. Kwani what am I losing? So yeah. And then uh, women also used to be treated as gifts. Yeah, yeah to men. Mm-hmm. So you'd find that if a man marries from a certain family and he takes care of this woman, the next time he comes, it be yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so my grand my maternal grandmother was a gift. So I'm a product of a gift. <laughs> Shows like if the yeah. was well taken care of, then akapewa, akapeanoa. Does it scare you sometimes though? Do you no. like if you like if you get oh, oh, uh, well? I know you, so I know you're gonna get married to a new God willing. But if does it scare you? Okay, does it scare you that one day you may have to interact with such a thing, or someone close to you may have to interact with such a thing? And no, it doesn't. Okay. It's when you do that, it's more. Yeah, things have changed also. Okay. That's why conversations are also changing, and we are wondering now what's retrogressive, mm-hmm. and yet we are. No, but there's something that's retrogressive, guys. Yeah. Let, let's talk about oh, let's talk about familial culture. culture. No, mm-hmm. let's talk about these subtle things, these subtle cultural practices. Mm-hmm. They may not be culture in the classical sense, yeah. right. but just things that happen at home. Right. I mean, things like if you're, I don't know, as a woman, you're being controlled, right. my, being micromanaged right. by right. your husband, right. such things. I feel that like is, this, that's also culture. culture. Yeah, that's yeah. culture. That's culture. Yeah. 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 Even yeah. What, yeah. what's happening yeah. right yeah. now. Right. culture. Yeah. Yes. yes. And I remember like when, when, when our, our first time in Akilidade and we being basic things about envisioning a world in which African women are actively participating in decision-making mm-hmm. process. And it got me reflecting, you know, back in my community, women don't take role in decision-making, like, at all. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, this, we have issues, you know, when, when you talk about issues affecting the community, it's only... Um, the the men the male the male so so women in that role is just to cook and then mm-hmm. the men come up with the decisions and it's not even the male because I know in most instances as a husband will say to the wife then the wife will pour in the wisdom then uh, there at the gathering the man will be like taking all the credits women on a heavy na heavy and it's still here today I think my point is just giving everyone a voice like not because they are a woman but because they have something to add yeah, and, and right. a because they're people yeah. Sure. Right, yeah. right 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 yeah. thank you and thank you thank you and as we begin to wrap up maybe you could just share one one thing if you had a magic wand to sh- to change culture mm. in the Kenyan context or even in your community context mm-hmm. what would be one thing that you'd change uh, maybe one thing that i would change is to just give women their chance, I mean, their voice or their equality mm-hmm. as a woman. So really, if I could change anything in this world, is that I could just give women their voice, which has been taken away from them for a very long time, and denies them the chance to weigh in very important, you know, thoughts and, you know, voices in whichever matters they're in. Yeah. Uh, for me, I think it would be mindset and knowledge. We just have to be all informed about very many things. So I'd wish for more people to be able to know and have information mm-hmm. on very many things. Yes. Um, I will change the perception we have on feminism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think right now there are so many clashing voices yeah. for sure mm-hmm. when it comes to feminism. And I wish we could all look at feminism from the lenses of Shimamanda. Mm-hmm. If you read her book, yeah. and 
mm-hmm. we should all be feminists mm-hmm. because it will change a lot mm-hmm. on how we look at women and how women and men get to balance it all out. Mm. Yeah. For me it will be in the dynamics of culture. Not we should not suffer from the dangers of the single stories from our own culture. Like can we balance the both and we choose what outweighs what? Yeah. Okay. So um thank you ladies again once again for sharing your insights, for bringing your whole selves and you know letting us know about your cultures and also mm-hmm. offering solutions or changes that you'd like to see for us to have a more progressive mm-hmm. and inclusive culture thank you the views that have been shared here are expressly our own views and they do not reflect the views of akili dada or any other affiliate organizations <laughs>